Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Atma Podcast, where we give you the tips, tools, and strategies you need to grow your business. My name is Brian, and I'll be your host today. And this season, like we said in our last uh, episode, is we'll be interviewing countless business owners and their journey of of how they became a business owner, how their journey has changed in 2022, what they're doing for marketing now with this new normal. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun this season, and we've got a very special guest today. His name is Brent Mills with Apex Cleaning Concepts. Say hello, Brent. Morning. How's everybody doing? Man, it's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So, uh, I, I, like I said, I promise I'll try to keep this as painless as possible. <laughs> so, uh, before we get started, uh, we do want to say, you know, thank you to our sponsors. Want to say thank you to the this beautiful place that Nouveau Desk Coworking has put together for us. Nouveau Desk is a collaboration type office area meant to help business owners and entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs think big. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur that is needing an office space, conference rooms, or a place to work, visit NouveauDesk.com. And our second sponsor is BFF Asian Grill and Sports Bar. It's located here in Arlington, Texas, off of Lamar. If you're wanting somewhere to taste some delicious Asian cuisine while watching some some of your favorite sports, visit BFFAsianGrill.com. Now, let's get into the show. Brent, thank you once again for being on the show. I hope you're excited as we are. Um, we were talking a little bit before, you know, you said you had some crazy stories, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to tell me a little bit about, about your business. So um, tell us a little bit about your business and what you do. Well, what we are, Brian, is we're a, uh, a residential carpet cleaning company. We have uh, switched to commercial. Now, what it includes, we do carpet cleaning, upholstery, tile, grout, and about 10 years ago, we started doing air ducts. Um, like I said, basically, we've been in business our 22nd year in business. Uh, we feel super blessed. Um, run a common sense business. Just I tell all my guys, just talk to people the way you want to be talked to and treat them the way you want to be treated. Um, right now, uh, I've got five crews going out. Um, of course, in this time, I could do more, but it's hard to find good help. Yeah. And I don't just hire anybody that's going to go into somebody's house. I do background checks on them and uh, everything like that, just the basic stuff that you have to do, you know, to, to get going on there. Um, but, yeah, that's what we do. We're just a, a residential. And, like I said, I've switched to – I do some commercial, um, but my, my bread and butter is, is residential carpet cleaning. That's awesome. You said you've been doing this for 22 years? Yes, sir. I've actually been doing it longer. We've been here in the Metroplex for 22 years. Um, I'm from Abilene. And uh, that's actually how I got in the business was my father had uh, had done this for, well, ever since I was alive, he's been doing this, you know. Um, he did pass away. It's been about 13 years ago that he passed away. Actually, uh, our business kind of grew once he passed away because it's me and my brother. We're business partners. And he always thought we were 15 years old, you know, until the day he died. So oh, yeah. he really wouldn't listen to us, you know. And yeah. literally, he, he didn't have an email address. You know, oh, and so he was old school, you know, back in the day we used to do telemarketing. Um, then they passed a lot of laws on that to where you can't can't do that and stuff. So we had to find different avenues, you know, to get our business and stuff. Um, but we're about repeat business. That's really what we're about. So we, we feel like to do that, you got to be fair on the price and you have to do a good job. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a long time to do in business. You know, you, um, so you said um when you started the business, tell us a little bit about when you started the business. Like when you got into the business, how did that look like? Oh, well, it was totally different, you know, way back then. Um, we have, uh, you know, like I said, we did telemarketing. Um, starting out in Abilene, 
not near the market of people that you have here in the Metroplex. Right. Um, so we couldn't run near as many crews. Uh, yeah. And being telemarketing, you know, you, you would burn that town out in uh, two months of calling through the cold calls and stuff like that. Yeah, they block your number by then. Oh, yeah. No, no, <laughs> definitely. I don't even know if you could block back then. You know, there was no caller ID or anything. It was oh, like, yeah. just take your phone off the hook, you know, <laughs> and stuff. But when we started, uh, that's what we did was telemarketing. Had three crews going out there. Um, you know, I was 17 years old. My brother was 18 really wasn't what we thought we were going to do in our life. So I decided to move up here, um, go to school uh, for a little bit. My brother went to college here at UTA in Arlington. And uh, I went to in Dallas for music and video business. And so I thought by the time I was 48, I'd done travel the world, been a rock star by now. You know? <laughs> but I think we all have. Exactly, <laughs> you know? But reality set in when I was about 20, 21, that I got to figure it out. You know, because once I went to, to school – be honest eight o'clock classes were super early when i was on my own you know and it was hard to make you know so when i was about 21 22 i decided that you know i wanted to get back in business with with my dad my brother was still going to college so i called him up here and uh he said i'll be up there for six months to open up that store for you then i'm coming back to abilene i don't want to be in the big city you know (laughs) and i was like all right well then i got married and i had kids and my dad didn't leave you know till the day he passed away and stuff but when he came up here, we uh, we actually first opened up our store in Irving. Um, at that time, it was still telemarketing. Um, don't get me wrong. It was tough. You know, we have persevered through some tough times to, to get to where we're at. Uh, at the beginning, you know, the first probably six months, maybe year, year and a half, you know, we're barely paying the bills, you know. And I was just like, I don't know if this is what I want to do, you know. Right. And so – you know, to be honest, I got out of the business then for about a year, went and did, ran a call center um, in Irving for about a year and a half, but then I wasn't making no money. You know, I, I don't have a college degree and people were getting passed up for promotions mm-hmm. and things because I they had the college degree. So I was like, okay, let's do this again. And I'm not quitting. I'm going to go, I'm going to do whatever I got to do yeah. you know, to make this work. And so we, uh, they were still running the business. Uh, my dad was. And so I got back in it with them and I'll, I mean, in one day, I made as much as I'm making a week's paycheck doing the, doing that. So I was like, okay, I can make this work. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. So that's kind of how it started. Um, we've grown, you know, for sure since then. Um, we feel super blessed to, to be where we're at, you know. But like I said, we just run a common sense company. I, you don't want me to take a test from a book because I'll fail that thing. But you give me a test on common sense, man, I'll pass that 100%, you know. Right, right. No, it's funny that you say that because, like, a lot of business owners, so, like, you know, social media is so deceptive nowadays, right? Like, we, we talk sure. about social media. Like, all these on, uh, millennials and Gen, uh, Gen Xers, Gen Zers, right, um, they'll they'll get onto social media and, like, I'm going to start a business because right. what they see is they, they see the the Elon Musk. They see the, the Steve Jobs, right? But they don't see, like, right. you know, small business owners. It, it, it's a lot, right? Oh, definitely. And, and my main thing is, I tell everybody, I don't need a million dollars to be happy. That's me. You know, I do need money. I got a wife and two kids, you know, that I plan on sending the two kids to college and stuff. But it's, you know, I don't, so I pay my guys good, you know, because the hardest part really of my job is to find good help to go out there. Now, if, you know, all else fails, me and my brother could do everything, but I'm 48, he's 50. That's really not our goal is to do everything. Our goal is to 
Send them out every morning and go golfing. <laughs> <laughs> For real, you know. Hey, hey, you know, life is too short. We figure out, you know, and that's what uh, business owners need to think about, too, is like how do you define success? What does success look like to you, right? Yeah. Um, and what kind of goals do you want? It, what kind of financial goals do you want as a business owner? And understanding that, you know, uh, if you're going to be a business owner, for instance, like very quickly that I think not only do I have a family at home, but I have a family here that I have to take care of. Right. Sure. Like the employees are my, uh, you know, like your, your kids. Right. And you're right. like, you need to make sure they provide for them. Yeah. Um, so um, you you're doing cleaning. Right. And so you have to have some funny stories. So tell me a little bit about some funny things that have kind of happened to your business. Well, the thing is, they're funny, but some of them are pretty inappropriate. So I don't know if I could say <laughs> anything on the air you know, because it is uh, we just go into, you know, we're doing anywhere from 60 to 80 residential carpets a week. So we go into houses, five, six houses a day, me personally. So, like I said, the stuff I see, it's, it's just pretty, it's funny. It's pretty inappropriate. So I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, on there because it is uh what he's trying to say is if you hire them make sure you check your rooms before you <laughs> right you know and, and and i'd like to say i've seen everything but as soon as i say that i'm going to go to the next house and see something i haven't seen and if i haven't seen it i don't want to see it Let me tell you that, right? i've been doing this long enough you know oh man so what is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you while running the business and then how did you overcome that obstacle you know whether that's right. mentally physically emotionally well the scariest thing was when my dad passed away and it was it, first of all it was he was 59 way too young um but he had pretty much taken care of most everything me and my brother went out and cleaned the carpets we took care of the customers out there but as far as getting the jobs the the marketing all that stuff we uh we didn't do any of it you know because he just wouldn't let us you know and uh once he passed away we we're like okay we got to keep this going so literally we would sit down and call all our patron customers and try to get jobs off of them, you know. And then, to be honest, my wife started buying a bunch of Groupons. And I was like, so what is this thing? You know, <laughs> I, It's been eight, nine years ago. And so I gave him a call. And I was like, all right, let's test this out. Let's run it. We ran an air duct Groupon on there. Only sold in about a week. I only sold like three or four. So I was like, all right, well, let's try a carpet on there. And so I looked at the lowest price of the Groupons on there. So I was like, you know, we, we talked about it and said, hey, do we want to do it for this price, you know, because it's pretty cheap. I, I like to say cheap. I like to say inexpensive, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so we, uh, I said, let's try it, you know. And so I'm out cleaning carpets. My phone's ringing off the hook from Groupon. And I'm like, okay, Brandon, who's my brother, I said, we got to get somebody to do this. I can't do this all day and, you know, schedule the appointments and clean the carpets. So then we hired somebody. And, uh. And like I said, my dad, when he passed away, he was just old school. He just didn't have an email address. He didn't have nothing, you know. And uh, he just thought that he knew the old way of doing it. And so once we uh, hired a secretary, then we just me and my brother were doing two crews. And then we started growing off of that because I started getting really good reviews on there. Um, and then hired another guy. Then I had three crews. And now I'm up to five crews out. Uh, the other, you know, other way that we get it, like I said, we do Groupons. Um, all social media is what we do. Um, we got a marketing firm that, that puts out stuff for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, things like that. But our main goal is repeat customers. Like I said, um, got to charge the right price and don't overcharge them and do a good job. You yep. do those two things 
and you're going to get repeat customers, you know. And I tell all my customers, and I tell all my guys to let them know the very last thing before we leave, because we are a cleaning company. We're very good at what we do, but we're not perfect. We make mistakes. Our whole thing is if we miss a spot on a sofa or we miss a spot on the carpet, we ask them to give us a call, and we're going to take care of them, you know. Now, I tell everybody, I'm bonded and insured, so I use the best, safest products out there. Now, I know some tricks of the trade of the over-the-counter products that you can use that my insurance doesn't approve. So if some of the stains don't come out, when I go back out there, then I'll, I'll inform them of the other products that they can use that I'm not eligible to use because of the insurance and stuff on there. Because they are chemicals, and, and uh, my stuff I call solutions. I don't call chemicals because it kind of freaks people out a little bit. Yeah. So I don't really <laughs> want to do that. But all my stuff is, is so safe you can drink it. So it's like one time I cleaned some lady's uh, tile, and the grout, you know, it takes a while to, to dry. So she called me a couple hours later and said that, you know, I, the grout wasn't – like I wanted it, so I just went and got some bleach and put on my on my grout. And I'm like, well, yes, ma'am, that, that will do a better job than my stuff, but I can't use bleach on your house, you know, yeah. and stuff. So I, I told her some other over-the-counter products she could use besides that because that's not safe for anybody, you know, yeah. to go in there, you know. So that's kind of how, like I said, that's kind of how we do our marketing and stuff like that and uh, and get the business, you know. And then I, now I've actually hired uh, Sheila that, that goes out and – and does these referral meetings and, and things like that, that, that really is a good thing. If you get into a good group, they they really support each other, mm-hmm. and and it helps each other out a lot. Well, that's kind of how we, we, you know, we got Definitely. to know each other, yeah, right? I think that's how we <laughs> met. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how we met. So, you know, you've said uh, you, you hired a marketing firm. So when did you, like, make that decision and saying, okay, um, let's hire a marketing firm, take over social media? Obviously, because social media is such – it's a job, right? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> I, that's why I pay somebody to do it, you know, for sure. <laughs> you know, no, it's been, uh, it's been about three years ago. I actually met uh, a marketing firm through uh, – through the referral meetings, mm-hmm. um, met with them. The price was right, and uh, they said they'd run my website, any updates, uh, you know, throw things out there. And of course, whatever you pay is what you get. You know, if you pay right. more, you're, they're going to do more for you and stuff like that. So I'm kind of in the mid range, but I decided to do that because uh, Deborah, who's my sister in law, who does all the scheduling for me, um, her plate just got full. Man, our phone, she, she's getting 30, 40 phone calls a day, booking appointments and stuff, and it's just, uh, our plate got full, you know, and our budget got bigger to where we could do that stuff, you right. know, and help her out and, and help us all out, really, you know. Yeah, yeah. When it comes down to it. So what kind of advice would you give somebody who's about to start their business, you know, um, they're thinking about starting their business or they're, they've already started their business, sure. and, and, you know, what what's some advice that you would give them? My key advice and, and, the, and our, our key word in our business is perseverance. Man, we – uh. It's not always going to be easy, <laughs> I promise you, and, and no matter who, what kind of business you're running. Um, you just have to persevere if you feel like you're doing the right thing. You know, if you feel like that you're on track to, to build for the future, then you just have to persevere through those tough times. And uh, like I did with my dad passing away, um, like I have whenever I had to cut, when I came back to the business um, a couple times, you know, on there, I knew and, and I'd been out. I say the real world. I'm in the real world now, but I say I was out working for somebody else, and, and I, I knew I didn't want to do that. You know, I'm a leader of, of, of my people, of my family, and I'm a Christian first and foremost, you know, and so that that's kind of where we are, you know. Um, yeah, and so, like, we talk about perseverance and, and uh, 
Um, we talked about perseverance in multiple of our, our podcasts before, and it's, hey, if you're listening to this, it, it is so much easier than, you know, said than done, but yes. we are telling you, if you're going to be a business owner, um, you know, I, we preach consistency, and you just have to keep on going. I mean, there's going to be days where it's going to be very low. It's going to be super low. You're, you're really just not going to know what to do, right? Definitely. And so, uh, even as a marketing company, because everybody's like, but Brian, you're a marketing company. Everybody needs you. I'm like, like, yeah, I wish I wish everybody knew that they needed me. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's just like me. There, you know, there's competition out there. Yeah. You know, and it's like I, a lot of my guys that I go against and cop the the other companies I go against, they're upset with me because my prices are so inexpensive. You know, they're thinking I don't take pride in it. Well, I let them know that it's it's not about pride for me. One thing is I'm not scared to work. I don't mind hustling out there where they're doing. 20 jobs a week and probably making the same amount of money as I am. I'm doing 60 to 80. You know, I'm just hustling out there. And I, I found a blueprint for my company that I could go to any town and do what I want to do, you know, do this right now. But being a, being with my family, I got two kids in sports, and I, that's the, the thing I'm super blessed and the big advantage being an owner of a business. I don't miss anything they do, you know, on there. But, yeah, the competition, they get mad at me. But I let them know just to, in a nice way, you know, you run your business, I'll run mine, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm successful, you know. I mean, I'm not a millionaire, like I said, but I don't need that either. I've had competition reach out to our website saying, you know, why are you using my keywords? And yeah. they'll, they'll get onto my website. And I'm like, dude, if you have time to get on my website, didn't it? Yeah, you're you not have busy. Two, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you need to get out there and hustle. <laughs> exactly. Well, awesome, Britt. Well, thank you again for being a guest, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, so what would be the best way for them to reach out to you if they if you have any questions over your business? Sure. We're, we're usually all over Facebook, Groupon, um, you know, is a good avenue. That, you know, I found um, since I've really been out in the marketing and, and stuff that there are a few avenues that people can go on to to leave reviews that I've never done work for. And a lot of times those are my competition out there. Um, I don't want to say the names because I don't want to put them down and stuff, but the main place where you can get my reviews would be on Groupon. The only way you can leave a review on Groupon is if you've actually done the work for them. Um, I'm at a 4.5 stars out of five. I got over 2000 reviews on there. Um, so that, that's the best place to, to find us is on Groupon. But like I said, we're all over social media with the Facebook and uh, we're always doing Facebook, Instagram, things like that, you know? Awesome, awesome. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you, Brent, once again for, for being on the show. Our next episode uh, is going to be interviewing Matthew Redden with uh, Vitae Photography. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we want to say thank you again to our sponsors, Nuvo Desk Coworking and BFF Asian Grill and Sports Bar, uh, once again for supporting this podcast. Uh, so we will see you next time. My name is Brian, and see you next time.